out yesterday, it's Nod to the Pod, our usual Wednesday feature. And Katie Nolan was my guest this week on my That's What She Said podcast. We talked about an interesting time in her tenure at FS1, uh, where for about eight months she was not working as her show was on hiatus. There was no certainty of it coming back. And she talked about, uh, that was a really dark time. The following is another ESPN Superstation presentation. ESPN Sports presents High School Wrestling. I mean, James, this is where he's mean. Yeah, if, he, if he's got both both hooks in like that deep, if he can stretch him out here. Although if Laux can get stood up, he may get a stalemate. 15 seconds to go. James up 6-4. to four. Laux, one more scramble. Oh, this is going to be close. We're looking for a reversal here, but James still has his hips high. And James is going to hold on and get the 6-4 win. Tonight, it's a top-10 duel in the GNAC as the Carney Bearcats welcome in the Columbus Discoverers. High School Wrestling on ESPN is brought to you by the ESPN Sports Club. Columbus pushed number three Gretna to a one-point duel at last weekend's Midwest Classic at UNK. Carney has been on a roll and won the Classic by defeating Gretna. All of the outstanding action is coming up next as Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues. But first, it's time for the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll join ESPN Sports Director Doug Duda and Larry Baker live from Kearney High right after this from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit New Tech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good evening, everyone, from Kearney High School. Doug Duda along with Larry Baker getting ready for what should be a real special night of Class A GNAC High School Wrestling as the number two Kearney Bearcats welcome in the number six Discoverers of Columbus. And, Larry, it uh, is as much about the duel tonight, and 50% of it is about bringing in the 1998 state championship team here from Kearney High who will be honored uh, at the midway point, but they're starting to file in here. We've got a really good crowd already on hand just to watch tonight's duel. Yeah, Doug, and when you look at it, you know, don't forget you and I did this duel one year ago, and there was some fireworks that night in a sense. It was the last time that duel was ever held in that Columbus gym that was so storied, and that night Columbus uh, brought every state champion they'd ever had back into the gym that night. Didn't work out so well for the Discoverers. The visiting team that night put a thumping on them. Carney came into that gym. Carney's got to be able to ride the emotion tonight, maybe a little bit better than Columbus did, because the 98 team, Doug, it will be a big deal. At one time, that was thought to be one of the best teams ever. Of course, we've seen points explode in the state meet since then, but it's a big deal. Carney's chasing what 98 did this year, and I'm sure that's part of the reason why you bring them back tonight. Uh, so there will be a lot of excitement and electricity in this gym. We hope to have the opportunity to talk to at least a couple members of that team during our broadcast tonight. We had a chance to talk with David Miller, the three-time state champion on today's Doug and Daddy show here on ESPN. You can hear that entire interview on the podcast uh, when you get a chance at ESPNSuperstation.com. And we had Ty Swarm on the uh, show, the head coach at Carney High on Tuesday. So uh, Bearcat wrestlers can go ahead and uh, check that out as well. Also want to let you know that uh, if you can't pick up the ESPN signal right here in the uh, Carney Hastings area, then you can also listen online to all of our sporting events at Platte. 
riverpreps.com all together plat riverpreps.com there'll be photos of tonight's duel up on our facebook page here uh, in the next couple of days and uh, it's really this is where it it, it starts because we'll have the Lou Platt Conference Wrestling Tournament on a Tuesday, and we're a month away from districts and state. Yeah, the thing is, you know, last time we were in this gym, it was about coming off the football state finals, trying to get your team in shape. Then you go through that Christmas process, Doug, where you're sharpening that stone and really starting to get a good edge on it. Now it's about making it razor sharp. You're into that last home stretch. You really are kind of who you're going to be. Now it's about putting those final finishing touches on. This is the most important part of the season, Doug. And let's let's not let's not uh, sugarcoat it at all. There's only one goal for the Carney Bearcats, and that is to become the second state champion. It is just unbelievable. We talked about it with David today uh, on the show. Carney's been the state runner-up ten times. They've been the state champion one time, and as David said, you have to have a little luck and. Everything has to click. He said that year they were a pinning team. They still hold the uh, state tournament record for pins uh, in Class A and all class. David Miller does. Uh, and they were right there for a long time as a team. They had 19 pins uh, during that state tournament, scored 196 points. But they were dominant. They, this was the time when Tom McCann and his teams were winning almost uh, every invite uh, that they were competing in. Yeah, no doubt about it. David Miller just walked in. I just saw him, and I know he's near 40 years old, but I guarantee he'd go out there and run that chancer that he used to run and just stuck everybody in the state with the thing, Doug. But you're exactly right, and I think it's important to point that out. Where this Carney Bearcat team is right now, not only uh, they have been so close so many times over uh, the years with 10 state runner-ups, but this is a group of kids, Doug, a special group of kids in the sense they were state runner-ups in wrestling last year. They were state runner-ups in football this year. And this year in football, you know, you lose in the last seconds of the game. So as a group of kids, there is nothing but to be the state champion this year. Well, hopefully we'll even get a chance to talk with the longtime coach, the Hall of Famer, Tom McCann, as well. And, of course, uh, Tom McCann, Jed Doberstein, Dennis Miller, and our buddy who has passed Mike Fleshman who always helped to cover some wrestling they're all here tonight as well we're going to take a break and be back with more right after this on ESPN for professional service to keep your business running smoothly call Hellman, Maine, Costler and Cottle don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing let Hellman, Maine, Costler and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game, from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. And welcome back, everyone, to Carney High Wrestling against Columbus, and we're going to talk with the head coach of that 98 state championship team, Tom McCann, is with us, and Coach... Uh, uh, it's a special night, and uh, what's it like walking into, uh, I know it's the second year here, but uh, you didn't coach any wrestling teams that were here at Kearney High. Uh, what's it like uh, watching what uh, is going on here with this 2017-18 uh, Bearcat team? Oh, it's exciting. They're doing real well. Ty Swarm's got them going, and 
you know, they're ranked second in the state, and I really think if they wrestle well, they can win the state title this year. It's about time. I think Carney High's long overdue for another state title. What's it like seeing some of the guys? I know they're just walking their way into the gym here. Tell us a little bit. Well, we're going to take a break because they're going to do the national anthem, then I'll come back in. Uh, we'll respect the national anthem. We'll get a couple of comments here with the Carney High coach, Tom McCann. We'll do that right after this break. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. It's never too late for Enzone to increase your nitrogen efficiency this year. Enzone is designed to manage your nitrogen no matter what time you decide to apply your fertilizer. With Enzone's wide application window, you can even add Enzone at side dress time. Anytime you're going to apply nitrogen to your crops, you need to add Enzone. Talk to your local fertilizer and chemical dealer. Ask them to add Enzone to your fertilizer. If they don't handle Enzone Synergizer NutriPack, visit MidNebraska Chemicals at www.mncag.com. And we are back here at Kearney High School chatting with uh, Coach Tom McCann. And Tom was just going to ask you, uh, uh, your, the first memory or two, it's hard to believe it's been 20 years, but the first memory or two about this 98 team. Well, the, what, what's really uh, comes to mind is how, how tenacious they were and tough. Uh, from top to bottom, we didn't have a weak spot. And they were all pinners, so we had a lot of pins that year. Set the state record for pens, and you know every tournament we went to, we pretty much dominated. Yeah, coach, talk about coming back and being able to see these guys, and some of them maybe you've been able to be around and seen, some of them maybe not in a while. Are you able to relive little pieces of that here tonight? Oh, it's exciting to be back here and watch the Bearcats. I'm a Bearcat fan. Uh, I know most of these guys, and I've worked with a few of them here and there. And uh, there's a few that uh, we're looking to hopefully get up at uh, UNK in the next few years. So, um, you know, it's exciting to be here to, to watch. They've got a lot of talented young men out here. What did this 98 team do for Carney High Wrestling over the next 10, 20 years uh, and, and setting the stage for what you guys were able to do after that? Well, those guys on that team were on a couple of state runner-up teams also from top to bottom. And right during that time, Carney High, I think we put together uh, 17, 18 uh, tournament wins. And uh, so, you know, those guys are real dominant. And uh, I think they set the stage for what was to come in the, you know, 2000, 2001, and two and three teams are real, real strong also. And, oh, Coach, talk a little bit, going back to that 98 team, about your staff. As a coach myself, and I've done it for a long time, we have kids and things like that. It's so important. It is about the kids. But to have the success that you have had, talk about the guys on your coaching staff, tremendous guys. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the late Mike Fleshman, uh, he was. He worked with me, I believe, 21 years. Uh, he, he was, uh, without a doubt, one of those guys that, that uh, you know, Worked with the freshman and the junior varsity, and would go to all those JV tournaments year after year. And uh, he expected uh, them to do exactly what he said and what 
what we wanted them to do as far as technique and how to behave, and he was a real asset. We knew when they were with him, they were in good hands. Then we had uh, another uh, a coach, uh, Dennis Miller. Uh, 29 years I worked with Dennis, and uh, he and I were uh, real, real good as far as our, our uh, technique and strategy is the way we wanted wrestlers to uh, do things. Uh, always fun to be with, and uh, you know he was a great technician. And then of course Jed Doberstein, All-American at UNK, he was with us for uh, probably 17, 18 years. So we had a staff that was together for a long time. I might add that, you know, tonight uh, they're going against Columbus. Uh, they're rated in the top five or six, I believe. And they're being, they're being coached by Adam Keysweater, another Carney High Bearcat State champion. So that's fun to see. Well, that, that is the coaching the coaching tree has definitely spawned out here at Carney. So many Carney High and UNK kids now coaching in the state of Nebraska. Oh, there's no doubt that we have a lot of kids from Carney High coaching and a lot of kids from UNK out in the state coaching. All right, Coach, let's let you go enjoy the night with your 98 team, and thanks for giving us some time. Great to see you again. Oh, it's fantastic. I love your support, both you guys, for what you do for wrestling in the state. Thank you so much. Thanks, Tom. Tom McCann, the coach, a longtime Hall of Fame coach of the Carney High Bearcats, joining us here as the New Tech Seed pregame show wraps up. New Tech Seed, your yield leader, contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. We're actually getting ready to start the duel. We'll talk about it, Carney and Columbus, right after this. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. With our producer engineer Jeff Ekstrom and Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda. Glad to have you along with us here from Carney High. A big thank you to Athletic Director Mitch Stein and the crew as we are getting ready to bring you our varsity duel. What about the duel, Larry, here tonight between Columbus uh, and Carney? You look at the last couple three scores. Columbus pushed Gretna to a one-point duel at the Midwest duels and then got thumped by Granville Northwest on Tuesday night, and they do have a couple of kids out because of illness tonight. One of those is their 152-pounder sitting at uh, number three in the state, so maybe some key points or opportunities missing because of illness. Well, no question right now, Carney's the best team in this duel, but uh, Columbus, a really tough, scrappy team. Columbus has got a little, a few bigger holes in the lineup than Carney does. Carney doesn't have a hole in this lineup, Doug. But pushing Gretna, Gretna's a team that has a chance that they're kind of in what I think is about a three or four team mix to win this Class A state championship. This will be a competitive duel. The start of these duels matters so much. We will start at 152 pounds, and this is where the state-rated uh, Avery McMeekin would have wrestled, but instead they will be moving in Jose Lopez of Columbus against Jed Kuchera, the 20-9 and nine senior. Yeah, and Kuchera dumps straight down in on a low single. I'd like to see him stay down on it. He's going to switch legs. He's now got uh, the single leg up. He's got it pitted. This is to take his time here. Really nice takedown. Good finish. Lopez's game here, kind of long. He's just a 6-5 and five sophomore, Doug. Cruchera, of course, the 20-9 and nine junior 
rated sixth in the state. This really could have been fireworks here as McMean is rated third in the state for Columbus. That's a big hammer to leave at home. And Carnes has got a lot of the very talented wrestlers, but where Columbus will make their hay is starting from about 170 on. We'll have a big match at 95 between Anthony DeAnda of Columbus, who's ranked third, and Sean Jackson of Carney, who's ranked as high as second. We're using both uh, the Nebraska Scholastic Wrestling Coaches Association poll and the uh, Husker Matt poll, and uh, we're just going to go ahead and, you know, uh, take the highest ranking. That's what we're going to do tonight. That's what I'd say. You know, got Carney rated number two in the state, Columbus six. Uh, Lopez is going to get him a, uh, an escape there. Cruchera takes a, a shot that's a little far away, to be quite honest, uh, Doug, but he's going to go ahead and finish it. It's four to one right now is the score. They're going to come back to the center. There's 55 seconds left in the first period. Cruchera looks pumped up here. He's just, he's had three big shots already. Did a nice job off the first shot. A stop in the action here. They're taking a look at the computer. He takes a nice low shot, gets the heel cupped. Lopez fights him off, and usually that's a spot where the wrestler that took the shot gets himself in trouble. Cruchera goes all the way to the other leg and pits the single and gets the takedown. Very nice. Well, this is the first time Carney High has wrestled at home since the Carney High invite. Only two home duels. The next one coming up on uh, Thursday, February the 1st when Grand Island comes in. Yeah, and that's always fireworks. Grand Island, Carney, the Bearcats, and the Islanders, no doubt about that. Cruchera's looking for a tilt here. He does it. He's got that wrist seat belted. And he's getting swipes here. He's going to end up. Oh, he gets the pin, Doug. You don't get a pin out of that very often. That was just a two-on-one seat-belted tilt dynamite job. Judd Kuchera at a time of 125 will get the pin over Jose Lopez. And that'll make the score 6 to nothing in favor of Carney High. Again, uh, for those uh, that need a refresher course, you win by a pin or a default. Uh, you get six pin points if you win by a technical ball, which means 15 points or more than you get five points a major decision winning by eight to 14 points you're going to be picking up four points and if you win a regular decision three points and it does appear larry that there is one spot tonight that columbus will be giving up a fourth and that's at 113 pounds and that's just so huge so huge it's a six point if not sometimes a nine or a 12 point swing right it's a, it's a big deal and especially class a duel you don't get it very often so let's go to 160 pounds matt Alfunt. Of uh, Carney will take on Blaze Stanley of Columbus. Uh, this will be one of the rare uh, weights where we don't have a rated wrestler here. And for Oliphant, uh, he hasn't wrestled all year. And one of the reasons, uh, or the whole year, I should say, he's 14 and 5, but he's got that heavy brace on the left uh, shoulder and, and forearm area. Yeah, he's got a solely on. That means he's had problems with that thing sliding. Beautiful cutback. He's going to hit the outside single. He gets it up and he cut back, finish. Great job. Blaze Stanley, he's an eight and three freshman, so he's won some matches here. But you got a senior versus a freshman in a big environment. Yeah, Stanley. Uh, we, we will give you some uh, updates on if they're state rated, how they did at the Carney High invite, if they were in the top four at the weight class. But neither of these wrestlers uh, were. Uh, at that early portion of the season, man. Trying to come to his feet, Stanley trying to get an escape before they come off the mat. And we have technical violation. Yeah, you're going to get a fleeing the mat there. Uh, Oliphant threw him off the mat there, and he needed to go with him. He was clearly trying to take him out. Uh, and Bryce isn't going to allow that to happen. Very good officials out here tonight. Locked hands. This thing's tied up now. Oliphant's got to slow down. I was going to say, Doug, a lot of times in 
you know, even as a freshman, you were, you, you can be to this point in the season, but you've wrestled a lot of tournaments. And that uh, environment in a tournament, all the eyes aren't necessarily on you. There's three mats going in an, in an environment like this where the place is pretty well full and all the eyes are on you. Sometimes that can affect the freshman. The senior's having some trouble here right now. Yeah, senior freshman, uh, you usually see that only goes one way. But uh, after being taken out early, Stanley's kind of battled back here. and He's still on bottom trying to get out of there and pick up a point after two illegals of fleeing the bat at a locked hand. Oliphant's got a great chance. To get, he's going to get nailed for stalling here. He's got to move. He's he's in control, but he's got a hold of that single, and Studley's got a hard wizard wrist. They're hip-to-hip. At some point, Oliphant's got to take him back to the mat, Doug. You're listening to KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. High school wrestling here on ESPN. We've got Gibbon Amherst basketball on Classic Hits 98.9 at Adams Central Central City on 1230 AM KHAS. And then on the breeze, 94.5 tonight, Nebraska men's basketball at 8 o'clock against 23rd ranked Michigan. Oliphant's in big trouble here, Doug. It looks like he's gassed a little bit already in this match. Stanley's looking to, they're going to go, time is out. And Oliphant was lucky there. He just about gave up a reversal. So after all that wrestling, it's 2-2. Two to two, And they're going to move to the second period here. And the choice is going to be Oliphant. I go down now. I would not defer here. His gas tank doesn't look very full. Don't go down in the third period where you can flat run out of gas. So Oliphant takes the bottom here. We'll be on bottom at a 2-2 start. Again, Judd Cuchero, we started at 152. We'll have a break after heavyweight to honor the 1998 state championship team. And let's see what the freshman Stanley can do from on top here. He's doing a nice job. He's running kind of a spiral ride. He's got the wrist trapped. Oliphant has not been close to getting out. And Stanley's doing a really nice job. He's staying out to the side. Real tough ride. He's in the in the five, running a good spiral there. They'll come off the match. It looked like that's what Oliphant wanted to do uh, when he got in just a touch of trouble there. He tried to get to the edge of the mat here for a restart. You can see how flushed uh, Oliphant's face is. And, and, and many times, that's what an injury will do to you. And if you don't get a proper warm-up, Doug, you go out and just blow all your gas out of the tank in that first period. Now Oliphant's going to get an escape. He's right on the edge of the mat. And Stanley just backed him down. 3-2 Oliphant, a minute 20 to go here in the second period. I really believe if Oliphant gets in on his shots and his transition from shot to finish is good, he's going to be okay. Stanley just trying to slide Oliphant by, and he's going to do that. Oliphant's got really heavy feet right now where he's starting to tire. You're going to see this slide by great outside single by Oliphant. See, Doug, see that? He, he was too slow to his finish there, and the wizard got sunk in. So he's got it. He's, there he's going to shelf the leg. Oliphant shelves the leg. The Wizards super deep. On the edge of the mat, though, can get around here to get the two-point takedown. Still plenty of time, 40 seconds to go in the second period. Tie it. It's 3-2 to two, Oliphant after getting the escape, and there he gets the takedown, and they come off the mat. Yes, he did a nice job. He kept scooping with his knee to shelf that leg, and once he got shelved up on his thigh, he was able to limp arm out. So 5-2, to two, Oliphant, still 36 seconds to go here in the second period. Tyler Tracy of Kearney and state-rated Carson Zwigman of Columbus will be next at 170, and this is where Columbus will put out uh, fifth-ranked, third-ranked, third-ranked in the next three weight classes. Kearney will go unrated, unrated at second. Yeah, no, the, if Columbus is going to have a chance tonight, it's going to come in these next several weights. The freshman here is doing his job for Columbus. It's 5-3, 17 seconds left, 
And the slide by, as I said, Doug, Stanley slides him by. No score. That's going to really come to play. What you're going to get is Stanley's going to go down in the third period, and he should, uh, absolutely should go down, and he'll get out, and it'll be 5-4, to four, and a takedown will win. So Stanley got the escape. Oliphant's up 5-3. And just as you said, Stanley will take down here to start the third period. Oliphant's uh, got some gas tank trouble. He's going to struggle right well, I wonder how long. I mean, you don't want to just cut him right off the get-go here. Let's see how long he can ride him before uh, Stanley gets out. And as you said, it would be surprising if Stanley doesn't get out. But now the key, give the one and not the two. Yeah, and just try to stay in decent shape. Don't give up a stall here, a cheap stall, so you don't get in trouble deep in the match. Give yourself a chance to be able to fight him off on your feet. Get- 20, 20 seconds gone of the third period, and... He's just riding the hip there. Not a whole lot going on. There, he's got that crab ride. You'll never get called for stalling there. Crab with both feet. He's got to move his hips there. And there's escape. Oliphant gives up the escape as they come off the edge of the mat. So there's a minute 26 remaining in this match. Oliphant's up 5-4. They'll be neutral. Yeah, he's really got to move his feet. He's huffing and puffing bad. A lot of gear on up there. Well, it's just tough. You know, if he's been off the mat, it's tough to be able to come back. And in this environment... He'll, he'll have himself ready when the time comes. Studley looks, uh, Stanley, excuse me, Blaze Stanley looks really fairly fresh. Kind of laying his hands here. Watch this slide by. There it is, Doug. He's, he's going to continue with that slide by. How long can Oliphant work the edge of the mat without getting dinged here? Uh, he, he, he's going to get warned here pretty quick, Doug. Uh, One minute to go. They go out, restart. And what hurts him, too, is he's always the last one back to the center here. Yeah, Columbus knows it now. Everybody in the gym knows it now. Now I think Stanley finally, even as a freshman, has finally realized it now, and he's going to be aggressive off the whistle again. Yeah, and he's doing a nice job. He's controlling the ties. Again, Oliphant's back to the edge, but Stanley, every every time it looks like Oliphant could be in trouble there, he's doing a nice job. There's that slide by again. Oliphant fights it off. The reason that slide by is so effective here is Oliphant is so front heavy here. There, the freshman just made a terrible mistake. He went down and faced Oliphant without a shot. Oliphant is in really, really good shape to score a takedown here, Doug. 25 seconds left, right on the edge of the mat. Now Stanley went ahead and captured the single. 18 seconds to go. Stanley needs to get him off the mat to get a restart, or else Oliphant's just going to be able to hold him there. Kicked out. Oliphant did a great job. Oliphant's going to win this match. We're down to seven seconds before they get off, so run. 5-4, no stalls yet. That's right, Doug, run. Oliphant did a good job. That was very gutsy, that performance there on the edge. Stanley's going to be a wrestler in his career, Doug. I mean, that peak out uh, was really good there. Off the whistle, he needs a takedown in seven seconds. Nothing's going to happen, and Matt Oliphant's going to win it by a score of 5-4, to four, and Carney's up 9 nothing in the duel. Yeah, that was a... Nice match there. A lot of guts. And that'll take us to 170 pounds. Tyler Tracy of Kearney and fifth-ranked Carson Zwickman of Columbus. For uh, Zwickman, we remember him from the uh, Kearney High duels or Kearney High invite. He finished second at 170 pounds, and Tyler Tracy finished 104th in that uh, tournament at the Kearney invite. Yeah, Tyler Tracy's a tough customer. He's got his hands full here. Zwingman, number five in the state. Awful good wrestler. 
And now, as you said, this is really a pretty important stretch here for the Discoverers. Carney did a great job getting that win to take a 9-0 lead now in the duel. And you got to figure for Columbus, not only do they need to win the next three, and that includes beating Sean Jackson at 195, but probably these two, they want to get some bonus points. Yeah, no, I think so. And there, in on a shot on the edge of the mat, Carson Zwigman is able to get the double leg takedown, and out of bounds they go. So 2 nothing over Tracy, 23 seconds into the match. Yeah, it was a shot right on the edge that he was able to finish. You can go right to, you got to get right to your finishes. We're going to have Frank Uchera, a member of that 1998 state championship team, join us again. We already had Coach McCann on in the pregame. We hope to talk to Lance Tolstead and maybe some other wrestlers as the night progresses. And now it looks like Zwingman's looking to tilt. Tracy did a nice job fighting out of there. Zwingman's 28-7, and the junior. Tracy... Eight and four so far on the year, but we've seen Tracy in the past where he'll be tough and he'll wrestle awful tough matches. Uh, not easy to just run through, that's for sure. On the edge of the mat, and Carson Zwigman trying to get him turned over, but he's running out of real estate, so he's got to bring him back on the mat. Boy, look at the power there. He did. He bear hugged him on the mat with Tracy on his belly and just yanked him back on six feet onto the mat. Yeah, he just went tight waist wrist there in about three jerks and heading back where both full bodies are in. Now he's got a whist ring wing. This is trouble. 40 seconds left. Now he went he's going wing half. These are tough rides. Tracy's just flat on his belly. Now he, Carson switches it up again. Trying to find the right combination here. He checks the clock sees that he has 30 seconds remaining here in the first period with that takedown up 2 to nothing but trying to get him turned and so far hasn't been able to do so. No, Tracy's doing his job here. Tra- Tyler Tracy's doing his job Doug. Keeping himself out of big trouble. And off the mat they'll come. We'll restart here with 15 seconds to go in the first period, 2-0. Yep, you, you hear Coach Swarm telling him, just come to your feet here. Not getting him going, nothing silly. Let's see if we get a fresh whistle, 15 seconds here. Off the whistle, Tracy tries to get up, but... Swingman gets that leg in there. Larry won't let him get to his feet, and it looks like he'll be able to ride him out here in this second period, yeah, or now, first period. And if you're Tracy, job well done. You know, goes out, competed really hard, just two to nothing. Zwingman worked his rear end off that whole thing. He's going to take down now, Zwingman is. Coming up next, it'll be Steve Berman for Carney High at 182 pounds against Caston Grape, uh, who is ranked third in the state and was the runner-up here. Uh, and Berman was uh, third at the Carney invite last month. So that could be a little more competitive coming up in the next match. And there, to start things off here in the second period, is an escape right off the whistle from Carson Zwingman. Yeah, and Tracy did a good job there. Zwingman tried to switch him, and Tracy just kept following and then let him go. Now Zwingman's going to take him down, and he might put Tracy in some trouble here. He's trying a little leg cradle, Doug. Oh, he got the Turk all the way. He's got that far leg. He got two strokes there for sure. Two near fall, but uh, Tracy's able to get back flat down on his belly right now. The score, though, is 7 to nothing. Carson Zwingman leading it with a minute 20 to go in the second period, and he has controlled the match. And he's got that arm all the way back, and he's going to turn him. I think, geez, Tracy's tough. Zwingman just had Tracy's arm all the way back across to his far hip, Doug, and did not get turned. Now, Tyler has had trouble... Staying on the feet, but 
Once he gets on the mat, things are good. And now a stall warning against Tyler Tracy. Yeah, his hips have been flat for two periods. I mean, he made it work for three minutes, but 7-0. Zwingman's trying to dig that wing out, and he's going to put it back across his back again. Zwingman looks really smooth, Doug. Tracy thought he had a little chance to get out there, but nope, Zwingman was just switching on him, and he keeps him on the mat here in total control. 30 seconds to go in the second period, 7-0 Columbus. Yeah, and I mean, and Tracy has not been anywhere close to an escape to this point. Just kind of hanging in there. He'll get his choice. Surely he won't go down, but Doug, he might go down in the sense of trying not to get turned and keep this to seven. He goes on his feet, gets taken down. It's nine. Yeah, that's Thinking about team points, not necessarily winning the actual match. And our time winding down here in the second period, and it is going to be 7-0. Zwingman leading Tyler Tracy of Kearney. Kearney won the first two duels with Judd Kuchera and Matt Oliphant. They're up 9-0, but Zwingman, the favorite here, has a 7-0 lead. Let's see what Coach would, Swarm decides. I would go down and tell him you got to work hard enough not to give up the stall. Yep. yep. That's, I mean, do you see him? I mean, they're both looking at Coach Charbonneau's like, well, I mean, he knows he's not going to get out, but it's the right thing to do. Yeah. It's absolutely, and, but, and he's just going to let him up. Zwingman's just going to yeah, let him no, up. And that's the yeah, – it, it makes sense. And, you know, one more thing here. Even if Zwingman does get the takedown, if Tracy can just get out, just get one, yeah. it'd be 9-2 to two and you'd have the same that's situation. Right. That's right. Tracy's been game here. Awful tough. You like to see that. Trying to get that headlock locked up, front headlock, and they'll go out of bounds. Tracy playing defense, there's no doubt about it. And he's got to be careful, too. He has been warned for stalling. Yeah, good officials tonight, so you're not going to see that stuff be able to go forever. Don't forget, we will have wrestling again Saturday from the Luplatt Conference Championships in St. Paul. That will begin a little earlier than usual, between 1.30 and 2 on Class Kits 98.9 Saturday afternoon. We've got Carney Bearcat basketball here on ESPN tomorrow at Pius and hosting Lincoln Southwest Saturday on Classic Hits. Okay, so there, Tracy gets hit. That really was a wild uh, uh, exchange there with Swingman, really just trying to find something feet to back. He uh, ends up taking Tracy down. So here's the situation. It is 9-1, to one, as you said, and uh, Tracy needs to get out here. Yeah, they're going to let him up and just keep – and this is the right thing to do uh, if you're Coach Keysweater is just – Keep this thing on your feet. So nine to two, and one more takedown gets it into a major decision. And Tracy just got to fight. Tracy's got to find one here, find a go behind. And there's a minute 15, so plenty of time here in the third period. And Tracy's changing levels there. He's continuing to wrestle. It's fine. With that big brace on the right knee. Beautiful tries, shot by Tracy. Tries to take a single leg, but he's on the edge of the mat. He's not going to be able to finish this, it doesn't look like that. Well, he'd switched off to a double. If he'd have stayed with that, he'd have been okay. And off the mat, they'll come for a restart. 51 seconds to go, 9-2. to two. Columbus with the lead. It's not who's going to win. It's by how much. And right now, Tracy just needs to one takedown. and helps the team tremendously. One takedown scores a point for the team here. The- he's still tough, Doug. 40 seconds. Tracy is being aggressive. Look at that. That is two points takedown. 30 seconds. He's got to ride him here. They're going to warn him. Oh, he's got to work up or he's going to get hit for stalling. He's still down on the ankles. He hasn't moved and he's been warned. Oh, they stalemated that. That's nice. It's a good 
Good break there for Carney, 9-4 after the Tracy takedown. And now Zwingman's got to really get after it. And this is where he's a good enough wrestler. He shouldn't get in trouble. But this sometimes is where you're thinking, okay, I've got to get the major. And all of a sudden you get yourself in trouble. Yeah, well, it's five now. Give up the uh, reversal. Nobody cares. Yeah. What you can't give up is the uh, takedown there's or the escape, escape takedown. takedown. There's the escape to go 10-4. And there's the takedown to make it 12-4. That's just a good piece of wrestling by Carson Zwingman. Unfortunately for Tyler, he wrestled really well for about the last three and a half minutes, and it's going to be all for naught because he's going to get beat here 12 to 4 as time expires. Yeah, he did a nice job, did Tyler Tracy. He wrestled a really tough kid and did a nice job there. Well, let's get a chance to talk with Frank Cuchera. Of course, uh, he was a member of that 1998 uh, state championship team, and you know, uh, then he left the hex on Carney High so that they wouldn't win another one, so they remembered how good he was. Of course, Frank always helps us out with our high school wrestling coverage. We'll have him with us at the state semifinals, but pretty cool night, pretty cool atmosphere, Frank. Uh, they always put on a good show here, and this is no different. Uh, it's just a little extra special for for us old guys tonight. Uh, 20 years, it's, it's really hard to believe it, Larry. How many of these guys, Frank, is this the first time you're seeing them in some time? Oh, pretty close. Uh, yeah, almost all of them. I mean, there's a handful of us here still around in town, but, um, you know, as... As we get older, everybody gets busy doing their own thing. You just don't see them like you used to. It's so, got to be kind of nice to relive some of that stuff as you visit. It is. It is. You know, everybody, it's great to feel uh, like we're young again and uh, how invincible we all were back then. So, yeah, it's great to see these guys. Eight of the guys on that team finished in the top four. Eight medalists in the top four at that state meet. You finished third. There were five kids in the finals. I mean, it was just an amazing uh, first couple of rounds for Carney High. Yeah, it was an amazing season, really. Um, you know, I've had a chance to be on some some great teams, and that was that was no exception. It, it was a good feeling. Every, every year, any any gym we walked into, we knew we were gonna uh, we were gonna dominate, and that's there was no ifs ands buts about it. And uh, it was just uh, special to be a part of something like that. Crazy question for you. <laughs> Clearly, you get third that year. You win your state championship uh, the following year. Or didn't win a state championship. That, that that was that's right. That was it. So you get third in that season. When you look back on the 1998 year, great thing you win a state championship, only state championship in this school's history. Hopefully that's only for another about what four or five weeks. Yeah. When you look back on that year as the third place for the state championship, I know what kind of a competitor you are. That third place clearly still can't feel good. What what do you take from 1998 the most? When you just when we say 1998 team. Is it that team, or was it uh, the third place? Yeah, well, I, th- I think it was the best of both worlds for me. I mean, uh, individually, um, it was the most excruciating experience, you know, for, for that time of their life. Um, but it was also one of the defining moments in, in a person's career where you can, you know, really turn around and, and try and make the most of it. And it, it motivated me every day and, and kept me kept me wrestling uh, after that. So, I, yeah, but, but then the icing on the cake was... One of the best teams in the in the history of the state, and uh, that's something that we'll always have. And you won a national championship later. Yep, and probably because of that match, yeah. Larry. Yeah. I mean, no no doubt. Frank Cachera is with us here. Uh, the match that we have going on right now is at 182 pounds, where Captain Grape ranked third for Columbus, had the takedown, and then an escape for Steve Beerman or Berman, excuse me, for Carney High. So it's two to one as we approach the final moments of the first uh, period. And uh, Frank, talk about. Let us in on what the next week was like after you guys got back from Lincoln, uh, walking around with uh, that championship trophy and kind of being a big man on campus at Kearney High. 
You know, that's 20 years ago, Doug. That's, you're asking, like, can you tell me what you were doing 20 years ago? Well, yeah, I was, I was not. I was coming back from Lincoln calling the state champion. Not a state champion. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. No, I, uh, I I vividly remember um, the, we had a fire truck escort from the interstate coming in that night. That night. Won't forget, won't forget that. Um, but, you know, I think at the living in the moment, we didn't really realize, you know, how special it was. And you kind of take it for granted how, how hard it is. Uh, for for a team to win uh, a state title and, and how many runner-ups Carnegie's had with, with the great tradition that they have and so yeah looking back it was it was just a special thing and a takedown here by Grape to start this second period and he has got Behrman in trouble on his back here Larry minute and a half left he's got Behrman in big big trouble uh, Grape just needs to be smart there right there's the fall he just needed to let time run its course Behrman wasn't going to be able to hang on there he does that in two minutes and 40 seconds so Columbus now leads the duel 10 to 9 but as we said this is where they are have to have their advantages where Columbus has got to make well, they've picked their four, points four bonus points up in these last two matches this is the spot that we said they have to score some Frank uh, we've been Omaha now long enough that these high school kids don't know anything about the Devaney Center I think we can uh, talk to Nostalgia there too. Uh, what was it like uh, wrestling in the Cracker Jack box there at the Devaney? Tight quarters, but um, you know that that will always have a special place. And you know, any, any wrestling fans' hearts being in Devaney with the mats rolled up on the walls and running right into the bleachers all the time. A lot, a lot of great memories there. Um, but you know, I, I like what they've done with 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 CenturyLink and where they're at now, and and uh, they're doing a great job. And finally, uh, what about the, this Kearney Bearcat team? Obviously, you're helping coach them a little bit as well. I know there's only one goal, and that's to uh, be the second state champion in Kearney Bearcat as a team. Yeah, this is a, a very talented team. Um, pretty lucky as coaches to have you know th- this solid of a group. Um, these guys are they're all uh, they're all on board. They're committed, um, and they're they're committed to working together and helping each other out. Don't let your leave your brother behind. And uh, they're just exciting to watch, but but there's a lot of stiff competition out there. That's one big difference this year that you would think a team this talented would would walk away with it, but we're not. Uh, we're not, I mean, at this point, we're not even the favorites. We're not even ranked number one right now, so um, it's going to be a dogfight. Frank, real quick, you talk about the team and the staff, and you're on this staff. There's about a dozen of you. If we were to want to put a college <laughs> duel together. Can we get you guys split up enough to where it would fly? It's got to be close. I don't know if Sharvey can still make it, but you gotta, I mean, it's got to be close. There's 10 of you in there that could. It's pretty close. Yeah, we, we spread it out. We're kind of all bunching up in that middle upper weights now. Though, but, we, but do, we, 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 we could figure something out. We could adjust it. We could yeah. adjust yeah, it. If right. you and Doug would be willing to help, maybe we could right. fit you in there somewhere. <laughs> it right. would be a short match. Frank, we'll let you get back to having some fun, and hopefully we can talk to Lance uh, after you guys are honored out here on the mat. All right, sounds good. Thanks for your guys' help. Thanks, Frank. Thank you, Chair. Joining us here as we are at the 195-pound match. Sean Jackson, Anthony DeAnda, they are scoreless through the first minute 20 of this match, Larry. Yeah, Doug, and you have to understand, this is one of the feature matches of the entire night. Sean Jackson, fourth at the state meet a year ago. He's rated number two in the state of Nebraska as he gets the takedown right there on Anthony DeAnda, the number five rated wrestler in the state of Nebraska. Number two and number five. This is a big matchup, and they really bullied each other around for the entire first period. And Sean Jackson's going to get the takedown right on the edge. Very important eight seconds here. There's eight seconds left in the period. You want to keep both points, Doug. You don't want to give up that escape here with eight seconds. Two nothing is what is just far different. 
when that first round takedown only nets you one point. So let's see what happens about the whistle. As Jackson is able to break him down, he'll be able to ride out that final eight seconds. So Sean Jackson, a 2-0 lead over Anthony DeAnda of Columbus after the first period. Again, if you're just joining us, we started at 152 pounds. We're at 195. And uh, after the heavyweight, they will honor the 1998 state championship team uh, and introduce them. And then we'll get back to action at 106. Yeah, and it's so fun to talk to these guys. You know, Frank, who chair of the state, has really gotten to know Frank the last couple of years with his work with you. Uh, uh uh, you know, we work with him at the state meet, but especially on NET. One of the good guys in this sport, Doug. He is a guy that got third at the state meet and comes all the way back to become a national champion. Back to action here. Deanna on bottom, but he gets turned by Jackson, and he's in trouble. An old-school butcher, barbed wire. Get that arm across. And Randy, and there's the fall. He's fired up, too, Doug. A minute 19 in a match that could have went either way. Not only does it go Carney's way, they get six. Yeah, that's a big deal. You, you, you believe if you're five, you're good enough to beat two, and you just get stuck right at the beginning of the second period. And that was a lot of patience there, uh, uh, to be quite honest with you. Uh, just run that arm right across and just stayed real calm and collected as he run it around the front. Just like that, 15 to 10, Doug. Carney's up 15 to 10, as uh, Larry said, through five weight classes. And now Connor Brown of Carney against Eddie Laredo of Columbus at 220. Neither one rated, but in the Carney High invite, Laredo finished third and Brown finished fourth. Yeah, and Connor Brown is putting together a really nice season, 24 and 8 at this point. Connor Brown from Carney, 24 wins on this schedule, Doug, that Carney High wrestles. That Those are very, very solid wins. And Eddie Laredo, 24 and 13 as a junior, is having a good season. Laredo's the tough kid kind of to wrestle. You remember Ozzy Rodriguez, yeah. you know, that, that, that type of build. Real short, real squatty, big legs. They're hard to penetrate on. Well, like Carney's heavyweight last year. Yeah. You know? A uh, shorter heavyweight uh, that went down and, and got things going at the state tournament for Carney High. Yeah, no doubt about it. This well, let me let me let me re- rephrase that. Lee was the heavyweight, yeah. right? And, and yeah, so they're two twenty. Yeah, I knew what you meant. But they're just going to stand in the center here, and it's kind of oh. tough for Connor Brown because penetrating that is 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 very tough because of the low center of gravity for Laredo, but Connor Brown also knows Connor Brown's pretty tall and long, and Laredo's arms are fairly short, so it'll be tough for him to get to Connor Brown's legs. 45 seconds to go here in the first period. Brown trying the double underhook here, but just can't get him secured to lift him. And now Laredo wants the same thing. It's, it's, it's like you've got the similar styles out here, Larry. Yeah, Doug, they're, they're still inside the small circle of the yeah. big circle. I mean, they're, they're, they're not getting out of there. A lot of hand fighting. and up You get really kind of what starts at 195, but 220 in heavyweight. You have to be able to hand fight at a very high level, uh, Doug, because one small piece puts you in big trouble. Now you've got double unders by Connor Brown and Laredo. Wanted to go double overs. Connor Brown just went with the foot prop. Takes him right to his back. Ten seconds to go. Laredo looks like he'll be able to fight him off and get to the uh, second period, but it's a five-point move here by Connor Brown, and he'll lead 5-0 going into the second. Yeah, dynamite job by Connor Brown, Doug. He had the double underhooks, and he just kept the movement going. He had good footwork there and just hit that foot prop, and down went Laredo. And Brown will get choice to start the second period, and he will take down. So Carney's won three matches. 
Columbus is 1-2, but Bearcats are up 15-10 with a couple of pins. Yeah, Brown wants to get right out of here and just keep that going. Take it from 5-6 to six and then take it from 6-8 to eight and just let this thing fly here. Laredo's ridden that ankle now literally for 10 seconds. There he finally came off it. Trying to do a sit out there is going to be Brown, and he gets rolled back over. Nice job by Laredo to keep some pressure on him. Well, Brown's long, and it's tough as a rider. I was a rider with short arms, and it's hard to do anything. See there, uh, Brown's going to get the escape. You just can't get anything locked up on those guys that are so tall. So now they're right back in the small circle again. And you have those same arms when we go out to eat, too. So <laughs> Six to nothing. Carney, Connor Brown with the lead over Eddie Laredo of uh, Columbus. 15 to 10 here in the duel. And right back into there's double overs now. No over and under by Brown. 33 is not going to be enough to win this duel, is it, Larry? No way. So some points could have to be put up. 36, 37, 38 uh, maybe is what it's going to take to win this duel here this evening. And Brown starts to take a shot there. He's kind of starting to control the ties on Laredo. See exactly what we saw for the first minute and a half of the first period. Laredo likes to pop the head there when they come in of Brown. Just kind of push him a couple of times and try to get him off balance. Yeah, Laredo just tried a heel pick there. Brown fought it off, and Laredo's going to reshoot him right away and do a blast double and get the takedown. It's 6-2 to two now, 24 seconds left. Laredo's going to have to survive a fresh whistle here. Brown's going to go down. He was very powerful the first time. And Laredo needs to get some points. And there's an escape. Can he get another takedown here in this period? Brown's up now 7-2. to two, And Laredo needs to go get two more quick. Yeah, he does. One more takedown. That'd be good. He seemed to, when he went to his heel pick, he got there fully and then switched it off to a blast double. It really was pretty good technique. But he's not even going to be able to get a good shot off here. And we will go to the third period. Connor Brown of Kearney, 7. And Eddie Laredo of Columbus, 2. And it will be Laredo's choice. And he will wrestle on bottom. I think it's the right thing to do there to go down. He just needs to be explosive and get this thing to 4. These two 20s and heavyweights, 4 points is uh, long ways from uh, out of reach, Doug. Lee Harrington will take on Tristan Colford in the heavyweight match. There's, there's the quick escape. Only took 10 seconds, minute 50 now. They're right back in the center of the mat. 7-3. to three. Connor Brown from Kearney leads Eddie Laredo from Columbus. Laredo keeps checking the clock. Actually, both of them do for different reasons. Yeah, Laredo just looked over, checked the clock, then looked over to Coach Key Sweater, got the quick instructions, shook his head yes, and then went back to wrestling. You, know, you got to be looking at a five-point move here, right, Larry? Yeah, and, and it's very doable. And they've lived in these upper body ties. Beautiful shot. One of the things you can see is one of these doubles to watch Laredo climb Brown's back. Laredo's definitely being aggressive, but Brown's been able to fight him off. And Brown says, let's go back to the center circle. I'm at 10 to go. Yeah, Brown's done a good job with his uh, over and under. Brown's up 7-3 to three here. Laredo, third period. Laredo could take one of those shots and then climb his back with a bear hug and give himself a good chance. And we're going to get a stalemate here. Restart with 52 seconds to go. Judd Kutera, Matt Oliphant, Sean Jackson, winners for Carney, Carson Zwingman, Caston Grape, winners for Columbus. 
But Columbus only has one state-rated wrestler left in the lineup the rest of this duel. Well, and you're getting ready to face Murderer's Row for Carney. Yeah, you'll be getting towards the end of the duel. I mean, you've got, you've got Lee Harrington next, and then you'll get into uh, Philip Mooney, Nick James, Teontae Wilson, yeah. the three of the final four matches. The part of Carney's lineup you've seen so far has been kind of the nice part. Here's a stall warning against Carney. Backing off the mat is going to be uh, Connor Brown. 24 seconds to go on a restart. So this isn't quite over, but Laredo's going to have to find a way to get a takedown here quickly. Yeah, I'd like to see Laredo take another one of those shots and then climb the back into a bear hug. I think he could get there. Brown's doing a good job of holding him off. Laredo, one more chance. Just Brown's just so tall on it. Right here, over and under. Over and under. Ooh. Out of bounds with seven seconds. So That's the exact tie Laredo wants. Connor Brown's going to get a win here for Carney. And he's going to do it by a decision. Final score, 7-3. to three. Connor Brown picks up the win, and Carney is now up in the duel 18-10. to 10. We'll take a break and be back with the heavyweight match right after this on ESPN. Struggling with the multiple decisions that need to be made in order to achieve your yield goals? Are you looking for that trusted partner who can help provide real yielding solutions for those decisions? At Aurora Cooperative, we pride ourselves in knowing yield and being a partner who listens to your needs and then builds strategies to achieve your farm's goal one field at a time. Aurora Cooperative yield experts are ready to meet your demanding farm needs and put your cooperative to work for your farm and for your future. Contact us today at one of our local Aurora Yield Centers to get your 2018 plan started off on the right foot. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work. And we're back here on the in the Carney Towing Repair broadcast booth at Carney High, and here may be one of the most dominant wrestlers in the state, Lee Harrington. I know Ross Halford uh, has his all-class, all-weight stud board, and Philip Mooney's his number one wrestler in the state, but Lee is in the top twelve. Yeah, Lee looks pretty good. He looks he's moving so much better now than the last time we saw him. Just coming off the football field, that's really job. He just oh now he's going to let him up. He's going to get the takedown, Doug. He's just going to get him spinning one way, taking the other, and then he goes, he just goes arm drag to a double. That was pretty sick, Doug. That was filthy for a heavyweight, and I mean filthy. I mean, Lee just looks like he's about 320 out there. I mean, he just yeah. he just looks so big out there. Yeah, and they, he lets him up again. He wants that he wants that explosion move that's going to take him right to his back for a pin. Yeah, he, he just gets some work and joins the crowd because he just went high C there. He just... He will never shoot that shot once at the state meet, I don't think. Now he's maybe going to look for the fall. 6-2, to two, Lee Harrington with the lead here. Three takedowns, a couple of escapes for Colford. Time winding down to 45 seconds. All that in the first minute. Now he's got him tipped. And he's got a seatbelt tilt. He's going to get two there. So you're 10-2 to two with 35 seconds left in the first period. I'd love to know. I didn't ask Ty. I wonder, if is he having to cut some weight, Doug? My guess is he'd have to. Yeah, he's just a big boy. And Harrington dominating this first period over the uh, 19 and 17 junior for Columbus, Tristan Colford. Lead 28 and 1 on the season. And Lee Harrington, an awful good kid. You know, state champion last year, Doug. Just a tremendous... Uh, season uh, and end career to this point for Lee. The only time he got beat was in the finals at Council Bluffs. Which we know is a tremendous tournament. 
got beat by Caleb Sanders of Glenwood, Iowa in the ultimate tiebreaker. So that's how close he is to being undefeated. Right. You beat me to it. I was pulling it up at the same time, my friend. And so we go to the second period, 10-2. to two. Lee Harrington has the lead here over Columbus's Tristan Colford. They go both up to start the second yeah, period. Yeah, and that's the right thing to do. Lee's upper body here now. He's underhooked right on the edge. He's got that under body locked up with the over. I think at one point will Lee say, okay, uh, that's enough. Yeah, and there's a there's a simple little single that he gets the takedown on. He's going to let him up again. Yeah, he's going to try to go feet to back here at some point. He has not gotten the escape yet. Yeah, I thought he was going to let him up, and Colford acted like he didn't really want to get up, so he switches up top. Yeah, Harrington probably doesn't know that he hasn't given up the escape yet, to be completely honest. He probably thinks he's getting another takedown here. But he's going to finish this right here with a cradle. There's the pin. Three minutes and two seconds for Lee Harrington. Gets the cradle, and Carney High is up 24 to 10 in the duel. Halfway through, we are through seven matches, and now they will honor the 1998 state championship team here at Carney High. We'll take a quick break and be back with more of the Carney Columbus duel right after this on KXPN Carney KICS Hastings. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is coming February 10th. It's the 11th annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Brought to you by Protein Design and Dinsdale Automotive. Highlighted by the primetime contest between Oak Hill Academy and Sunrise Christian Academy, two nationally recognized programs. Buy day-long admissions at one low price from Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 10th. Order them online now at Ticketmaster. As a business owner, a concern during the winter is an icy parking lot. What product should you apply? Where do you get it? How do you know what product works best for company needs? Hi, this is Monty from NSG Transport. NSG is a bulk transport company with ice control products for any size of business, including one-ton totes, pallets of bags, and bulk salt. Keep your employees and customers safe this winter with ice control from NSG Transport based in Gothenburg, Nebraska. Visit NSGCO.com. That's NSG Transport at NSGCO.com. Well, a special moment now. The 1998 state championship team is being honored here at Kearney High School. And uh, the old banners out there, thats those are the best ones right there. Yeah, Lair. no doubt about it. The pre-cell phone pictures. Yeah, and the shirts that are multicolored. <laughs> Let's see if we can pick up our public address announcement. By 72 and a half points. 196 points for Carney. Demolishing the old record of 13. After the 1998 team's dominant performance at the Bob Gavetti Sports Center, fans, coaches, and members of the news media were saying this could have been the best wrestling team ever in the state of Nebraska's history. And we here at Carney could not agree more. Members, as you are announced, please step forward and be recognized. Here are the team members. Zach Steele. Josh Robinson, Rob Bishop, Josh Bauer, Travis Anderson, Brett Smith, Justin Coles, David Miller, Jesse 
Jeff Coverstein. Not in attendance tonight, but the cheerleaders were Tara McCann, Kenny Roder, Amanda Speak, Marissa Gitkowski, Sarah Skarka, and Christina Haas. Ladies and gentlemen, the 1998 representing State Championship Team of Kearney High School. Well, pretty cool, Larry Baker. Uh, anytime that your school can recognize a state championship, and we do need to mention that Carney has won a state dual championship uh, at UNK. But uh, as, far, as far as an individual championship. That ain't the same, bro. No, it's not. It's definitely not. No, it's super cool for all the guys on the dual team. I don't want anybody to, no. you know, take offense to what I just said. But, you know, you saw the guys there even kind of pump their fist. 20 years, man, and still fired up about it. It's a big deal, Doug. It's a big, you know, and from a guy that uh, ended up on the wrong end of several of those. And I really do mean that, you know, you, when when you have that chance, you think about those those chances 20 years from now. It's a big deal. And. Doug, I'm telling you right now, this was not an accident to do this tonight. He won, and and Carney. A lot, a lot of times in an intermission in a duel, the teams will go to the wrestling room. Carney High, every one of those kids stood out there, and that was on purpose. Swarm wants them to see it. Swarm wants them to light that ember here if it wasn't already there and blow on it like a coal and turn it into a raging inferno by the third week of February. Yeah, if you need a little. You need a little poke in the butt because it's been a busy week. I mean, they wrestled Thursday North Platte. Friday they went down to Lincoln and wrestled Omaha Scott at the Devaney Center, then came back Saturday and were part of the Midwest Duels. Uh, they've been busy, and they had a good week, but this is uh, stoked the fire a little bit. Uh, in one month, you can be remembered forever. Yeah, and I really liked uh, one thing that Coach Kuchera said when Frank said, look, we're not even the favorite. Carney is far better, Doug, in that role they want to come off the rail. They don't want to lead that sucker out of the gate. And you could tell that when he said that, that he is, I mean, they've told the kids that a thousand times here. They're beating that horse. What do you think? I, I think Carney's the favorite. They are the best team in the state of Nebraska, Doug, and there is no doubt about it. Well, we will continue our Carney Columbus duel here in just a moment. Uh, we are halfway through. We started with Judd Kuchera with a uh, pin in 125. Uh, in the very first match to go up by a score of six to nothing, Matt Oliphant, then a five-four win over Blaze Stanley, and then uh, Columbus got their two wins. Carson Swingman twelve to four over Tyler Tracy and Caston Grape, a two-forty pin over Steve Berman. Then Sean Jackson with a very surprising pin in one nineteen over Anthony DeAnda, a quick pin. Connor Brown of Carney a seven to three win over Eddie Laredo, and then Lee Harrington the pin in three oh two over Tristan Colford. So it's twenty-four to ten in favor of Carney and Dalen Ritchie now of Carney will take on Clay Cerny of Columbus as we go to one hundred and six pounds. Yeah, Doug and uh, oh Dalen Ritchie in on a leg there. Ritchie's put together a twenty-one and nine senior campaign. Big takedown there. Cerny, 27-8 as a sophomore. Here's the interesting piece. Now, the second half of this duel, which is the front side of, of the weights, Doug, this part of the lineup it has every bit of the makings of the 98 team. And when I say that, they're mean, they're tough, they will pin you from anywhere, and they will just find a way to win. This next group you're getting ready to see from the Bearcats is very, very high level. Yeah, we, we probably should have wrote, read the names of the exact weight class. We could probably do that here for you in just a moment. Uh, but we started at 52, so Jesse Florang wrestled that 20 years ago. Frank Kuchera was 160, got third. Jeff Coe was 171, got second. Mark Jacobson was 189, got third. Tony Rodriguez was 215, was the runner-up. 
275 heavyweight Lance Tolstead. Of course, the weights completely match. 106, Zach Steele wrestled for Carney that year. And then Josh Robinson was 112 pounds. He got second. Rob Bishop wrestled 119. He got third. Josh Bauer at 125. And Travis Anderson at 130 were both state qualifiers. Brett Smith wrestled 135, took fourth. Justin Combs wrestled at 140 pounds. And then, of course, David Miller won his third consecutive state championship in 98 at 145 pounds. A four-time finalist. An escape by Cerny. And then Richie's going to go in on a single leg and get another takedown. Four to one, 30 seconds to go, first period. And Dalen Richie looks really focused. He looks really good here, Doug. Of course, he gets to come out and bat leadoff after the emotional 98 uh, celebration, but he looks good. There's 20 seconds left here, and he's 4-1. to Just like Carney, here we go. We're getting a good chant. You always get a good chant whenever you wrestle Carney, that's for sure. Dan Richie's going to go ahead and get the ride out here, Doug, and take the 4-1 lead into the second period. Looked very, very sharp there. And again, you're listening to High School Wrestling on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings. We're about an hour into our duel here. Sometimes they whip them out in about an hour and ten minutes, but uh, yeah. we still got some work to do. And again, Carney's going to be favored here with some number ones and some state-rated wrestlers in the second half of our duel. And uh, Richie is going to take bottom to start the second period here against Cerny, up 4-1. to one. Yeah, and, and he's, there's been several times here where Richie looked like maybe he was going to turn uh, Clay Searney. And, again, Searney's just flattened out, and Richie's not laying on him. I mean, he's going from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. He's trying to work that far arm across uh, Searney's chest here, and if he does, look for the fireworks. Carney will be back in action this weekend, uh, Friday, Saturday, down in Garden City, Kansas. And then uh, for Columbus, uh, they are heading uh, east for this weekend. Uh, they're in a big tournament uh, as well. The Discoverers going to the Bishop Heelan tournament across the river. Yeah, now Richie's just going to stick the leg in. He's got both boots in. He's got uh, Sierney's hips up high, stretched out. One boot kind of falls out there. He's still got the right leg in. But Richie's been all business here, Doug. There's been no laying around, taking breaths. Cerny just trying to lay on him and just can't find a way to get anything grabbed wrist or get a half in or anything to try to get him turned. No, he just needs to come to his feet. They're on the edge of the mat. Can Richie pop his head out? Because Cerny now is almost completely off the mat here as he bridges. Yeah, he just, uh, Richie just needs to come to his feet, Doug. Scissoring the leg to not allow him to do that, and they'll come off the mat as Cerny, and we're down to 26 seconds to go here in the second period. Again, want to remind you, there's plenty of basketball for you basketball fans out there. Give it Amherst playing on Classic Hits 98.9, Adams Central, Central City on 1230 KHAS. The Husker men hosting Michigan. They'll tip off here in about five to eight minutes on the breeze, 94.5. This is a big escape here. You need this to be four and not three in the third period. Nothing. No, no score yet. Big scramble, no score. Richie really needs this point in the next five seconds, Doug. Nothing not yet. going to give it to him, and that is the end of the period. So four to one, no scoring. Uh, Cerny was able to ride him out uh, the entire second period, and now Cerny will take bottom here to start the third. Yeah, now, see, the reason that's such a big deal that Richie needed that is now Cerny's put himself in a spot where a an escape and a takedown 
he'll tie the match. And the way he rode that second period, he can nearly force an overtime with just a simple escape and a takedown. Carney up 24 to 10 in the duel. We've wrestled seven of the 14 weight classes. So we'll see here. But Sierney's been nowhere near getting out at this point. And Richie did look good on top in the first period, Doug, after he'd gotten both the takedowns. Looked very good on top. He's got that arm uh, completely trapped, cross wrist now. He's looking to ball and chain. He's looking up through the crotch. He's going to try to grab that trapped wrist, Doug. He's almost got it, too. Now he just now he did the right thing there. He lifted the hips, and he's trying to step through uh, and Turk. He's lost the arm now completely. He stayed with that Turk too long. And we're down to a minute to go here in the third period. No scoring in the second or the third. Top has been able to ride out through the uh, three minutes so far in the th- second third period. Cerny just trying to get bridged here. and Richie just keeps on an arm, keeps on a wrist, keeps on an arm. Left arm, right arm, wrist, wrist, and not much happening right now. And now it's high half. He's doing a good job. If he can kick that knee out, kick the near knee out in that high half. Watch him try to take his near knee, and he'll slide that knee out and then take him forward. Down to 30 seconds to go in the match. Richie's still up 4-1 to one after two takedowns of the first period. 25 seconds left in the match here. Now the escape takedown looks a little tough. And again, Carney, according to Adam Keyswetter of Columbus before the match, will get a forfeit at 113. So Brad Smith probably is not going to get to wrestle. And time's just going to wind out, and nobody scored in the second or third period. And Dale and Ritchie of Car. Whoop, there's a quick little. Are we going to get a reversal as time expires? Yeah, we're going to get an escape for Cerny, but it doesn't matter. Time has expired, and Dale and Ritchie of Carney is going to win it 4-2. to And Carney now leads it 27-10 to to the duel. Yeah, Carney's starting to roll now because coming up here, I mean, if you're Carney, you know, somewhere in here, you know, you're going to get six, but you got Braden Smith, uh, Gage Ferguson, Philip Mooney, Nick James, Tiante Wilson. I mean, this is Murderer's Row. This is where the Bearcats uh, are going to make their money. So Carney will trot Braden Smith out here, and Columbus doesn't have a wrestler. Braden Smith knows it. And so he'll go out and get his arm raised, and it's now Carney 33 and Columbus 10. So we have our only uh, forefoot and one of the opens here for Columbus. Tanner Kobza would have been their wrestler, but he is one of the three guys that are under the weather and could not go here today, and they did not bump up one of their 106 uh, JVs. Yeah, let's hope none of this crazy stuff gets going. We've got to get this match at 126 pounds. It's the match of the night, Doug. Let's hope this thing goes off. There's four state medals between these two kids. Yeah, Philip Mumi and Carter Kuchera are now on deck. We go to 120 pounds. It'll be Thad Baldwin of Columbus against Carney's Gage Ferguson, who is ranked sixth in the state of Nebraska at 120 pounds. And Gage is tough. Actually, 113 pounds. That's right. Because Smith and Ferguson, it looks like they are going to switch here for the remainder of the season. Smith had been at 20, and Gage had been at 13, and now they're going to switch it back. And Ferguson, that long, lanky 120-pounder, kind of a like your skinny kid, but you know what? Baldwin might even have a little more length to him. Yeah, he does, but that's a tough style to wrestle. And Gage has put together a great freshman season. He's 23-5 and five at this point. But as you said, you're going to get a little lineup change here. It uh, looks like maybe down the line. 
Gage is a pretty aggressive wrestler, Doug. He's very long, pretty technically sound. Trying to get the upper body throw. Didn't like it, so he slides down to a single leg, and there's the takedown for Gage Ferguson. Yeah, did a nice job. He had the underhook, and he had that underhook solely uh, to jack that thing up and get a single at some point. That's exactly what he did. Nice quick finish. 115 left. It's going to be 2-0. Gage Ferguson of Kearney over Thad Baldwin, uh, the sophomore from Columbus. Gage is working the spiral ride real tough. I hate to say it, but a 33-10, it looks like this duel may be out of reach with the hammers that Carney's going to send out here. Well, yeah, you'd have to have a number one get upset. That's no doubt about it. And that would not appear to be in the cards. I mean, Carter Kuchera would have a chance, but uh, the rest of the Columbus wrestlers unrated. I mean, we're not talking about a three over a one or something like that. We'd be talking about a real dark horse. Yeah, no doubt about it. Escape there for Thad Baldwin. Gage Ferguson just kind of let him go. When you let a guy go with about, you know, 45 seconds left, you'd like to make sure and get that other takedown and extend your lead. Really nice doubles there. You got to get to your finish quick. And Ferguson does. He's, it's going to be 4-1, about 15 seconds left. You know, it's crucial, Doug, in college. You know, we see it a lot in college, but it's still very important in high school. You need to go. Your transition from shot to finish is so important so you don't give your opponent a chance to get started. And off that whistle on the restart, Ferguson's able to break him right down to the mat, and that'll be the end of the first period. So just like our last match with Dalen Ritchie, up 4-1 to one after the first period, Gage Ferguson of Kearney has 4-1 lead over Thad Baldwin of Columbus and Kearney. He is going to get the choice, and the Bearcats are going to take the choice and go down. And Ferguson goes down. There was a little bit of a discussion there, maybe wondering. You know, Gage isn't a real mature freshman physically. Another duel tonight. Carney Catholic defeated Gibbon 39-21, to and uh, maybe that's a little telling about what we will see. And I know Kearney Catholic's not in the loop plan anymore. They'll be actually going to the Centennial Conference Tournament. And one thing the Centennial Conference is not known for is their is, wrestling. Is their wrestling. <laughs> uh, but Aquinas should dominate that meet. And then maybe SCOTUS and, and maybe even Kearney Catholic. Uh, they're not extremely deep, but they should get some points. Yeah, here Baldwin's got both legs in. Ferguson's tripoded up, and he's just slowly shaking Baldwin off. He's got, he, he let go of the head. Ferguson's going to find that head. Ferguson's going to score. It's just how many right now. Is it just going to be two, or will he get two plus backs? There's the reversal, and it looks like he's only going to get the two out of that move as Baldwin trying to flatten out here, and he pretty much does, but still trying to, well, he tried to set up that near side cradle. Ferguson not able to get the, well, his ball and chain it, it looks like yeah, maybe. No, he's, he's got the wrist. He's, now he lets the wrist go. Well, he, he put the leg in. Now he's got cross body ride. He's got his left leg in, ride crossed. He's looking to hook here, and he's going to go grapevine. Watch him get really mean here now, Doug. Ferguson's not a nice kid out here on the mat. He's going to try to put that arm behind his head maybe, and when he does, it's going to hurt. He's just doing, see how patient Ferguson is for a freshman. He's doing a really nice job with his patience. I did see I did see a score earlier t- tonight. Uh, I believe Amherst beat Ravenna by about thirty in a duel tonight. They got that quad going yes. this evening over there. So yes. Amherst again may not have all the rated wrestlers as usual, but they still get a lot of kids out. Yeah, and they and and I was fairly impressed with what I saw a week ago uh, at the invite, Doug. 
Six to one right now in favor of Cage Ferguson. Leading close is Thad Baldwin. We've got 30 seconds to go in the second period. And if you're Thad Baldwin, I'm not sure what choice you take in the third period. You've been taken down twice. Uh, really have been kind of beat up on your feet. He's going to get turned here uh, in that seatbelt tilt for the second time. Oh, he better scramble here. He better scramble here. Ferguson almost got himself in a little bit of trouble. A three-point near fall for Ferguson puts him up 9-1, but Baldwin in a couple of moves in that scramble just about had Ferguson in trouble, and we go to the third period, 9-1. Yeah, I'm not sure what they do here, Doug. Maybe top. I would take top, I think. Oh, he's going to go down, and I, I looked over, and Coach Keysweater gave him the option to take top if he wanted to. Uh, he, he was good enough with his legs. He was able to get them both in. Um, sometimes that's a spot where you could get to work, and he's down by eight. Going to get a caution on Ferguson. Came across a little too soon. Restart here in the third period. Carney High has done a great job so far. They have won seven of the nine matches here in our duel and lead it 33-10. to 10. And we have four more matches to go when this one is over. Starting the third period, Gage Ferguson of Kearney up 9-1 or Baldwin of Columbus. Yeah, but Baldwin's not close to getting out. Ferguson's long, he's tough. Just old school, tight waist, wrists, tilts. Now he's looking to take that arm back across Baldwin's body. You got both arms wrapped up. Poor Baldwin's laying there like a fish now. Not much he can do. There he, there he worked his way up. And even though it won't uh, matter much in the duel, but uh, there's the escape, so we're now just down to a regular decision and not a major. Yeah, I think there Ferguson just finally let him up. He was tired of trying to turn him. He's going to look for takedowns here, Doug, and maybe even feet to back. Just wanted to mention Jed Doberstein is wearing a tie here tonight. I did notice that. Uh, Jed was one of the guys that helped us out with a lot of our radio coverage early, early in the years. Yeah, it's been a while ago. I remember we did uh, one or two state uh, meets together, Doug, uh, semifinals with Jed. Very knowledgeable wrestling guy, All-American, of uh, course, at Kearney State. There, another takedown. So it, just a simple slide by there by Ferguson. So you're going to get 11 to 2, 40 seconds left. Kearney going to pick up more points. Looks like of the major decision variety. He has turned him once, but unable to uh, get the fall. And it doesn't look like he's in position to turn him here either, Larry. Now still just working those wrists. Tight waist wrists. You know, and it seems simple, but he's been able to rack up enough points. The other thing is it's exhausting to wrestle somebody that runs tight waist wrists because you fight all night to get your hands back, and he's choking you out uh, down there on your gut. Very impressed with Gage Ferguson at this point. They're on the edge of the mat, and it looks like time will expire before they go off the mat of the final score. Gage Ferguson of Kearney, 11, and Thad Baldwin of Columbus, 2, and at the major. So Kearney now is up 37-10, to 10. and that officially gives Kearney the victory in the duel because right. the most points that remain are 24, and I don't see any unsportsmanlike deductions no. coming up. <laughs> so here we go. This is the match we've been anticipating. Number one, Philip Mooey, Kearney. Number four, Carter Kuchera from uh, Columbus. Now, Kuchera wrestled 132 at the Kearney invite and won that, so they have not wrestled yet. No, and you've got Philip Mooey, who's been fifth at the state meet, and he's also a returning defending state champion. Carter Kuchera has been third and fourth, Doug. 
So you're talking high-level stuff here. And there is action right off the opening whistle. Well, and you get that with Philip Mumy. You're not going to get a whole lot of hanging around here. Kuchera was, he didn't step back when the whistle went. He knew what was happening. No, he'll look to take ground all night. Neither one of these guys are going to give anything. Well, we, when we talked with David Miller on the Dougie and Daddy show today, we were talking about some of the highlights that weren't part of Carney High Wrestling, and he went right to the Fargo Nationals. Last Carney kid to, to win one. That was a junior title. Philip Mumy, a wing of the next level up uh, this summer. Yeah, no doubt about it. That was a big deal, that win. And uh, it, it has propelled him, Doug. He's 28-1 and one on the year. Cruchera's 29-2. and two. Both these kids are just juniors. Well, let's say it as it is. Let's just say it as it is since we're the local radio station. Mumi got hosed in the one loss that he had. Right. So he should be undefeated. Yeah. And but he's not going to let that bother him. He's not going to let that bother him. No, and it won't. He'll do, that was a really nice takedown. Just kind of bulldog that. And I think that's it right into a turn, Doug. Right into a turn. He's got a cradle, and this is tight. I don't know if he'll pin him from here, but he's going to absolutely choke Carter Kuchera out with it and get three-year fall. It's exhausting to fight this. Oh, he does get the pin. He just kept inching his body out, Doug. Very hard to pin somebody in a cradle. Not if you're Philip Mooney. And Philip Mooney gets the pin in a minute and nine seconds. I'm sure Carter Kuchera would have liked to wrestle a little bit more. That's, that's the one thing, even if you know that you're the underdog, you want to hang in there as long as you can in one move yeah. like that for movie and it's over. Here's the one thing I'm going to tell you right now, Doug. You don't get third and fourth at the state meet and think you're an underdog. Oh, yeah. That was a statement by Philip Mumy. Holy moly. You know, that is, that, that's got to be so rough. I mean, you know this more from a wrestling standpoint than I do. What time did Columbus have to get on a bus? What time did you have to get here? How long you been waiting around? Oh, well, my You've been God. thinking about this match, and you wrestled for a minute and nine seconds, and then you got two hours and plus on the way home. You spent all night last night or all week. You, you put this game plan together, how you were going to do it. It'd be like playing football and getting two series. <laughs> and then I'm saying, sorry, Baker, you're, not, you're no good. <laughs> no, Doug, you're exactly right. And it's like, it's what, like Wisconsin getting the ball, scoring, and then Nebraska throwing up a pick six, and it's 14 yeah. nothing. The thing is, is, but there's still a lot of game at least there. Here yeah. it's just over. Well, where it's tough is you've got to, and as a coach, it's really important to get in there and make sure that his head is okay because that can really hurt you. You built it up for the last how long that you believed you could win. And when you go out there and if you get beat by two, that's one thing. When you go out there and just get drilled, that hurts you inside. And, you know, he didn't really get drilled. I mean, Moomy makes a nice move like an All-American should. And he turns that move into a cradle. I mean, we've seen no doubt about that. And uh, it ends up a pin in 109. And now we move up to 132 pounds. Alex Cordy from the Columbus Discoverers taking on Colton Kowalik for Carney High. And Kowalik's trying to get in there on a takedown midway through the first period. And Kowalik, 18-4 uh, as a junior, Doug, having a nice year. Court, 22-9, and nine, just a freshman again. We're seeing this Coach Key sweater running out a bunch of young guys here. Columbus is here to stay as well. They're not going anywhere, Doug. And after the takedown, we will see Cordy get up and uh, get the escape. So they'll start again with 40 seconds to go in the center, 2-1. to one. And again, very impressive. Kearney High has only dropped two matches so far here this evening, and both of those were where Columbus had a rated wrestler and Kearney did not. Yeah, and, and and they've just looked, even in those, they just looked very impressive, Doug. Here, just no action after the first takedown. 
Court's going to take a small little shot there. It's a pretty poor shot. Kowalik's got a great chance to get a takedown. He does with only 10 seconds left. Now it's very important for Kowalik to ride out these last five seconds and go to the second period 4-1. Carney's done a really good job with these 4-1 first periods here uh, since the intermission. And what that does is tell you they're really focusing on extending leads. Scoring points. Don't be happy 2-0 or 2-1. If you give up the escape, no problem. Go get another one. Yeah. Hey, when they walk over and the coach sends them out, hey, remember, there's 14 state champs here watching you tonight. Yeah, that's right. And maybe some, maybe a few more, but from the 98 team. That's again, right. If you're just joining us, Carney Columbus, Doodle Carney has this one in control, 43-10. to 10. This is at 132. We'll have two more matches after this. And the 20-year anniversary of the only Carney State Championship team the 1998ers honored here tonight. Well, even more than that, what you do at some point is you say, boys, let's come back here 20 years from tonight and let's do the same thing. And come, it is, it's a big statement. Next, come back next month. Yeah, let that's the, right. Let the school know that you've done it. <laughs> here comes Kowalik. He's trying to get the turn, and he's got the job done with all kinds of time. Yeah, he went wing wrist. He's going to get the fall here, I think, Doug. Nice and deep. If he could get to his butt, he'd be happy. He's doing a really nice job. I think he'll get the pin. Just needs to let time take over. Not going to hurry. He's lost the wing. He's lost the wing. He's going to get three near fall. Takes him to seven to one. He's still got a really good chance to get a tilt here. He's still got that wrist seat belted across. So impressive when you can score on top, when you can take top and score. Yeah, no doubt about it. You know, ask Amherst. They won about 10 state championships doing it. That was their best position. They never were great in those years on their feet. They were good enough, but, boy, they were good on the mat. And here is going to be an escape. Cordy's able to get to his feet here, but he finds himself down 7-2 to two with 40 seconds to go in the second period. See if Koala can get in on another shot here before the end of the period. Yeah, I think Cord is really heavy on his feet, real heavy. Takes a bad shot there. This is how Kowalik scored the last time. I'm really impressed with these freshmen of Columbus. Very game. Pretty good kids. Off the mat, a restart here with 13 seconds. They've been able to stay in real good position. They've uh, had tremendous grit. Out of the neutral position. Don't expect anything here over the last 13 seconds. Taking a weak shot there is going to be Kowalik in time. will run out here. So Kowalik, a couple of takedowns in the first period. He had a three-point near fall from the top here in the second period. Cordy has two escapes to make it 7-2, and now Kowalik will take bottom here in the third. And we'll see what uh, Cordy's got from on top. It's the one place he hasn't been. <laughs> that was locked hands there. They missed that. Again, want to say thanks to all those listening. And if you're on PlatteRiverPreps.com, our internet streaming is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Lincoln, Holdridge, and Lexington. Thanks to the folks there at Barney. And you can hear it, PlatteRiverPreps.com. The podcasts are always up from all of our sporting events right after the activity uh, concludes. And we will have photos up on our Facebook page here in the next couple of days from tonight's duel. And there, that was good. Koala got out. He laid there for a little bit. And you don't want to stop that train. Going to be 8-2 to two now. It's a six-point lead. Minute and about 20 left in the match. Koala gets right back in on the throat wrist, kind of trying to take it to the mat. He's trying to post uh, Court's hand down so he can do a, uh, kind of a go-behind. He wants to change directions and spin behind him. Deep underhook now by Kowalik. 
And Court just hasn't had anything going from his feet. He really hasn't controlled the ties. We've seen no real shots. There's another poor shot. Court just dropped to his knees. You can do that as an eighth grader. You'll get that from these freshmen. You've been able to do that, and now these better wrestlers take it to you. Koala is going to let him back up with 40 seconds left in the match. Koalik's been able to score a lot of points here without taking very many shots. There's a really good shot, and he'll finish that one. 12-3 now. 30 seconds left in the match. If he'd let him go, he'd get two more of those, Doug. Yeah, he just, uh, Cordy's just kind of balled up here, waiting for this period, this match to come to an end. Now, uh, Koalik's trying to find a way to get him turned here and get some more cheap points before the end of the match. He's got 15 seconds. And this is going to end 12-3. to Another great performance by the Bearcats. So Carney High. Another major. Rolling along here. 47-10 to with the 12-3 win. Colton Kowalik over Alex Cordy. And we move on to 138 pounds now. And the number one rated wrestler is Nick James. He will take on Camden Iwan. Camden Iwan is a coming up next here for Columbus, the next-to-last match here of our GNAC duel, and we won't get to say that again after this year because, again, Carney High moving out of the GNAC conference, and I know Columbus is looking as well. Yeah, all of that. You're just getting all that realignment right now. So here we go, Nick James. He's been third and second at the state meet on a mission this year, Doug, after losing in the finals last year. Iowan's got his hands full because Nick James comes out with a howitzer just a big snap down there. Nice and rude. Going to get the quick takedown. Nothing more than that. And then right into the uh, wrist tilt there. Geez, we've seen that a lot tonight. Quick two-point near fall there. Hasn't lost the move until, well, nope, continue not, to. Yep, same one. Continue to work him, trying to get that five count. He's going to get it, but he may not need it. He's going to work on a pin here with just 30 seconds gone. And there's a three near fall. So five nothing, Nick James. He might go right back to it here. Nope, going to turk him up. He's got the arm across. He just lifted the hips. He's going to scoop that knee. He might just end this thing here. We'll see Tiante Wilson sooner than you think. Well, Nick James, he was in such control. He was kind of like looking around. Okay, what do I do now? What should I do next? What? I can do about 10 things. Let's do this. Well, he's had a lot of fun over there. I've watched him over on the bench tonight, knowing that he was wrestling so deep in the duel. He was able to kind of enjoy himself through the first part of it. Gets another three-point near fall. Eight now, leg cradle, Doug. Leg oh, cradle. Goodness. You, you'll see two of those every five years. He's got him pinned right there. It's over. Yeah, that's a leg cradle. I, I, I really mean that you won't see two of those in a decade. Camden Iowa in serious trouble. 30 seconds to go here in the match. H will have some great pictures of that, Doug. Some good stuff that we'll have up on the website. Got he stuck. There it is. A minute. It's 39. Nick James with the pin. 53 to 10, Carney. Yeah, just going to go to the old leg cradle. I don't think they're going to wrestle Tiante Wilson. Looks like Adam Keysweater is going to come over, and they're going to forfeit at 45. Yeah, and, and it's okay. Over yeah. here. It makes sense. That, that, that happens a lot of times, Doug. The duel's out of hand. You know what I mean? The duel's out of hand. Tiante Wilson's the number four kid in the state of Nebraska. Uh, let's just end the duel, right, and and just be done. Yeah, and Tiante beat uh, Cade Fuller in the Carney High invite finals by tech volume 
in the uh, championship, 16-1. to Oh, Tante just found out, and he is not happy. No, he just sat around all night, and you wanted to. Yeah. You wanted to. You wanted to. Chance. Well, you want to wrestle in front of these guys that came and haven't been in this gym in a long time. And that will wrap things up here at Kearney High School. The Bearcats a pick up twelve of the fourteen wins. Two of those via forfeit. Kearney fifty-nine and Columbus ten. We will be back with the new sports medicine and orthopedic surgery post-game show. A recap of the night. A chat with Coach Ty Swarm right after this. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you. What's the big news? The big news is Buzz's Marine's 40th annual used boat show taking place January 6th through the 13th. During this show, you can get the best prices of the year on the best used boats available. Buzz's will have lots of premium used boats on hand that have been completely checked out and detailed, and they come with a rock-solid warranty. So find out more and read all about it at buzzesmarine.com. Family fun launches from here during Buzz's Marine's 40th annual used boat show January 6th through the 13th, 5th and Central Kearney. Agriculture is a business where margins are everything, and profitability is determined by the weather, markets, regulations, politics, and everything in between. It's good to have a friend looking out for you. Buffalo County Farm Bureau has been that friend to farmers and ranchers, bringing them together to discuss challenges, identify solutions, and advocate on issues they've determined are critical to keeping current and future generations on the land. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau today and support Nebraska agriculture. And welcome back to Kearney High School, where the Kearney Bearcat wrestling team for 2008 picks up a uh, 18, picks up a win. The Kearney wrestling team from 1998 being honored here, and we're pleased to uh, welcome to the microphone the second of the two state champions. Of course, David Miller won it at 145 pounds, and Lance Tolstead brought home a couple of those championships as well. And Lance, great to see you back here at uh, Kearney High, although the school and the gymnasium looks a little different. Uh, the wrestling room still has all those great plaques yeah. and records. How you doing, man? I'm good, thanks. Thanks so much for having us and everyone here. It's a really cool event. So, We were talking uh, during the break about what you're up to now. Uh, everybody knows the name, but what's Lance Tolstead doing 20 years after this championship? Uh, no, nothing too special. It means the world to me, but it's pretty you know, normal. Just uh, wife, kids, uh, working um, in Omaha. and uh, been there for almost 10 years now and uh, working as a pharmacist and not really involved with much athletically, but, <laughs> but you know, life's good. I, I can't complain. So, Lance, talk a little bit about what it felt like and kind of meant to you to come back tonight. And, you know, as you said, not involved in athletics anymore. So, in a sense, the cheering's kind of stopped. What did it feel like to come back, be around the guys, kind of a locker room atmosphere, and have the cheering be a big deal tonight uh, uh, in the center of the mat again? It, it was weird. It's been a long time. You know, I, I kind of forgot about the excitement of it all and that feeling and the electricity and all that. So, it was pretty special. You know, it was nice to, to be able to experience it again. But, um, yeah, forgot about it pretty much. And so, it was nice to be able to come back and do this. Well, back in the day, we always started at uh, the lightweight class, 106 pounds, and so you won your state championship, and then right away, right away, able to get up on the podium with the team. 
Can you remember back to what that kind of 20 to 30 minutes was like in your life? Yeah, it was pretty special. Hold on, baby. <laughs> That's <laughs> okay. Second, we got it was fans. pretty special. Um, uh, uh, you know, I, it, one of those special times, you know, things came, worked out and came together and at the right time. And uh, it was a it was a good tournament for me. And I, I wrestled a guy who beat me the year before. So uh, it, you know, um, it was a really awesome experience. It was all surreal and didn't, you know, feel like it was actually happening. But uh, I still remember it. And it was a really great moment in my life. So. How often, Lance, now, again, uh, extremely successful career, married with children. She's so excited. It's just the cutest thing ever. How often do you go back and think about those things or maybe relive the, any of those moments? You know, when's the last time you saw your gold medal or, you know, tonight uh, they bring the banner out. How often do you go back and relive any of that? Uh, not not a whole lot. You know, the kids keep you busy. It's like everyone else. You know, the kids, kids keep you really busy and uh, always something to do with them. But, uh uh, you know, on Facebook, every once, <laughs> one second, every once in a while, you'll see something on Facebook or whatever, but uh, just not not very frequently. But yeah, so last second here with Lance Tolstead, we'll let him back in with the crew here. Uh, he was the two-time state champion at heavyweight for Carney High. When you look at Lee Harrington out here as the current Carney heavyweight, does it remind you of you at all? Yeah, uh, I mean, he's yeah, he's a, he's got some good movement and stuff, and. Uh, yeah, he's a big guy. He <laughs> he's, a, he's a handful. Um, so yeah, it brings back memories to see someone out there just kind of moving around like a more like a butterfly than a heavyweight and all that. So uh, uh, it's really good for him. He sounds like he's having a great career. And unfortunately, I can't, I don't follow that closely. But from what I hear, it's it's going great for him. He's doing really well. So I, you know, wish him the best. And it's good to see him. So Lance, what did I'll let you out of here with this? What did wrestling at Carney High do for you? Oh, you know, it was a good springboard for me in life. I mean, it, it got me, you know, into college and, and uh, helped me kind of point me in that direction. Um, so, you know, which is, you know, kind of the basis of everything. You know, wrestling was great. Sports were great. But it, it wasn't, you know, it's not going to sustain my livelihood. So it, it got me in that direction to do that and become, you know, a productive member of society, I guess. So, um, but yeah, there's a lot of great memories, too, with everything. And um, it's good to see these guys again and everything 20 years later. So, yeah, it was the, kind of one of those first steps for me. So, Well, I did notice one thing tonight, Larry. They also had the coaches back and the cheerleaders, and the cheerleaders definitely held the aid a lot better than the wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. I, I have a lot less hair. <laughs> right. Well, Lance, congratulations. Thank you very friend, much. And it was great to see you. Best of luck All to right. you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks, Lance. Right. Lance Tolstead two-time heavyweight champion for Carney High and a member of that 1998 championship team and here with his family, uh, not only his family, but the wrestling family as well uh, here at Carney High. Carney High wins the duel tonight by a score of 59 to 10. They take 12 of the 14 weight classes here this evening, and they also uh, picked up two of those wins via the forfeit, but uh, there was no sugarcoating tonight, Larry. Carney came out and dominated this duel. Yeah, no doubt about it. And in some of these spots, Doug, they did it very emphatically. And, you know, Philip Mumi, I thought that one was the one that really stamped it because it was very basic what Philip Mumi did there. The takedown was extremely basic. The turn was basic. And that's what I meant when I said he just absolutely blasted uh, uh, Kuchera there. So I was impressed. Um, clearly, they were going to look different after uh, you know, the first time we saw him was a week after a state championship game. But I was impressed with the 
uh, intensity that Carney showed tonight. At no point did I see, even in the two matches they lost, I didn't see a situation where they seemed to be laying around and not content. 4-1 second periods are what you want. And if you go back through, Doug, I, I'm going to say three to four matches tonight. Carney High took a 4-1 lead into the second period. That's a big deal. Well, we are pleased to welcome here on the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show head coach Ty Swarm. And, uh, Coach, uh, we talked Tuesday, and I think maybe you got everything you could have possibly wanted out of tonight. 12 of the 14 were wins. The 98 team was here. Kids got to see that. And the juice was in the building. It seemed like yeah. all 14 were ready to, well, 12 that got to wrestle, ready to go off the whistle. Absolutely. You know, it was a special night when you bring in your alumni team and, and the 20-year anniversary of our state championship. And so very proud of, uh, obviously, the tradition and the things that that team brought to the program. And we know the tradition that Coach Miller and Coach McCann, you know, put together for all those years. And so it was very special for our guys uh, to be able to be part of that and watch that tonight. Yeah, talk a little bit about uh, clearly you could have done it any time or, you know, and it was 20 years. But talk a little bit about what it meant for those guys. I mean, you didn't go back in the room in the intermission like normally happens in a duel. You made sure they saw it. You know, how big of a message is it, little guys, let's come back here in 20 years and it'd be yeah. us, right? And, and what what a cool thing that would be. We talked when we broke down uh, before we started the duel by ourselves in the back room, and we talked about, you know, how, how special that is and how fast that time goes by and just to enjoy the moment that they have to be able out here and compete with a great group of, of talented wrestlers around them. And, uh, and that would be, you know, pretty special if we were able to come back in 20 years and and do that too. I said, you guys will all be fat and Coach Hagen will probably be dead. Because <laughs> He's he the got, one guy that will still be skinny, he, dog. He, he, probably, he would probably be looking better than all of us in 20 years, but uh, a pretty cool thing to be able to, to be part of. He'll be the Tom McCann of the group still wanting to go out and competitive wrestle. Yeah. Let's talk about a couple of the matches tonight. Let's start with Sean Jackson and the way he wrestled. I, I think that was a turning point. You know, Columbus has got a great team. You look at their roster, they've got one senior on that entire squad. They are a tough group of uh, of wrestlers and uh, great kids program. They got a great thing going there, and they they had a tough team come in tonight, and we were pretty excited to wrestle them. Uh, you get you get them going early, and I thought I thought they set a tone early on, like we're here to wrestle. Yeah, I thought so that's too. what it looked like to me. And so Sean Jackson came out against a ranked kid and uh, got a big pin for us, and that turned the tide. I felt like our guys needed to see that, needed to see that leadership come in and say, no, this is this is our house, and we're gonna take the mat again. Talk a little bit, because this really, we're going to talk a little bit about 98, but it's projecting to here. The one thing about that 98 team that everybody talked about in the state was how mean, tough, gritty, pinya, just a meat grinder. You, you know what yes. I mean? In my opinion, the could wrestle for that 1998 team from a mentality yes. standpoint, who they are. Talk a little bit about oh, that. Absolutely. Um, we're just blessed with talent plus the right mentality those kids are bought in and they're just doing the right things and they and they 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 apply what is being worked on each and every day uh we talk a ton about routine doing all the right things in in the classroom and 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 with your diet and all of the things that people don't want to hear and don't want to do those guys do it they commit to that off season they commit to all the things that are going to make you a high level uh competitive wrestler and that's special and we don't dismiss that. That is very special to have. And so those guys are doing it. Um, I think ultimately when we get to the state tournament, it's going to come down to can we do that with 14 guys? You know, can we get those guys there? And will we have that grit that it takes to get those matches at the state tournament? 
Ty, only a couple of weeks left of the season. you got the two-day tournament down in Garden City. Uh, you'll get the rivalry duel with Grand Island over here next week, or in two weeks. And then uh, you got the GNAC. Uh, so you're done until next weekend. Uh, what about uh, what you've got still on the table before districts? Yeah, I tell you, it's just flying by. I, I cannot believe when you look at the state clock and it says 28 days, you know, four weeks from today we're at state tournament. So, you know, it's just going by very quickly. Uh, we like what, where we're at and where, where we're going. we got a g- good plan in place. We're getting healthy. We're getting guys in the, the, the room that needed to be in the room. Uh, we're excited to go down to Garden City. That's always a great competitive weekend for us. And the guys love being down there. They don't see the same teams. They see high-level competition, and they get to be together for three days straight. And that's very important to us to have that kind of time together and going into the next couple of weeks where we're going to really have to fight for each other each and every time. What's What's the one thing that you need to have happen in the next four weeks to get this thing where you want it? You know, if I had to pinpoint one thing, I don't know. I think it's just continuing to, to control what we can control. Uh, I think showing up to practice every single day ready with the right mindset is a huge thing. You can control that. You know, making sure that you are smart with your diet and disciplined with what you do with your sleep patterns discipline with what you are, are doing in school academically uh, and just continuing to make sure that we are doing everything we can to prepare ourselves for that day when we take the mat four weeks from right now. All right, Coach, we'll let you get back out there and enjoy the moment. I know you guys are getting together tomorrow night for a social as well. So congratulations on the dual win and a great event tonight. Thank you. I appreciate you guys coming out. You bet. Ty Swarm, head coach, Carney Bearcats. They win the duel tonight by a score of 59-10. to 10. It started at 152. Judd Kuchera, a 6 nothing win over Jose Lopez of Columbus. And that's kind of Columbus had a couple of kids out tonight. Avery McMeekin, who's ranked third, uh, unable to go tonight because of illness. And uh, that's where Carney got the lead. Then Matt Othalon holds on for a 5-4 win over Blaze Stanley. Then back-to-back wins for Columbus. Carson Zwinkman, a 12-4 win over Tyler Tracy. And then Caston Grape pinned Steve Beerman uh, in 240. So Columbus was up 10-9, but then Carney uh, would not lose again. Sean Jackson of the Battle of State-rated wrestlers pinned Anthony Deanna, 119. Connor Brown at 220 had a 7-3 win over Eddie Laredo. At heavyweight, number one Lee Harrington pinned Tristan Colford in 302. At 106, Dalen Ritchie of Kearney, a 4-2 winner over Clay Cerny. At 113, Braden Smith wins via the forefoot. At 120, Gage Ferguson, an 11-2 major decision over Thad Baldwin. At 126, Philip Mumi defeats number four, Carter Kuchera, and pin at 109. At 132 pounds, Coton Kowalik picks up a 12-3 major decision over Alex Cordy. Number one, Nick James pins Camden Iwan, or Iwan, excuse me, in a minute and 39 seconds. And then there was no uh, match at 145. Teontae Wilson wins via the forfeit. And earlier tonight, Carney Catholic was able to uh, pick up a victory uh, over Gibbon. We'll take another break, wrap things up in a moment. Just like your car, your home's mechanical system needs a periodic wellness check, too. Get this scheduled today by calling Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating. An annual service agreement will entitle you to a complete heating and cooling system check, once in the spring and once in the fall. Kelly and the crew take great pride in the work they do and catching problems before they happen, so you can stay comfortable all season long. Call Anderson Brothers today in Kearney at 236-6437 or in Holdridge at 995-4481 or go to andersonbros.com. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, 
Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Back here in the Kearney Towing Repair broadcast booth at Kearney High. We brought you all the action tonight from Kearney Columbus's duel. And if need be, Kearney Towing is on the road. Bring your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Kearney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. Larry, uh, last thoughts on what you saw here tonight? Well, what I saw, I mean, clearly a great duel. It was fun to watch the 98 team come back. Of course, you know, I'm a 92 grad, and I've never, literally never left the sport of wrestling uh, since, uh, I don't know, I was in Mrs. Caffrey's second grade class. So, I mean, all of those guys I uh, knew and things like that on this Carney team. So that was kind of cool to see. To the wrestling, I would say, uh, really looking big picture. Doug, we're really looking at a fun uh, February. Uh, this Class A uh, team race, we haven't had one like this in quite a while where this thing really is wide open and with great stories. Gretna never could get it done in B. You know what I mean? They just couldn't get it done, and now they've got a real chance a real chance. Lincoln East, you know, we talk about this Carney High, you know, on a mission, on a mission, and all the history. Don't forget they're coached by a couple kids that won several state championships. They're the only state championships uh, out of that school. So Lincoln East is in this thing, and Carney is just on this freight train mission with all this emotion. And what you don't know at the state meet is does that emotion take you over the top, or does that emotion you end up getting fourth? I've been a part of that. Um, you know, in my three years in high school, Doug, uh, in the late 80s, early 90s, we Grand Island won every single tournament they entered uh, for three years except for the state tournament. And every year there was another reason why. And by the time we were seniors, uh, it had become exhausting that it just hadn't happened. I hope that doesn't happen to Carney. It very well could. So this A deal is out of bounds. Class B now looks like it is too. Class B is like, what is going to happen? Um, you know, Grand Island Northwest, Brian Seabrands is killing it right now at Northwest. The program that he's built is uh, off the charts. They go beat Hastings. Hastings is doing a tremendous job. So lots of Tri-City flavor at the end of the year. Everybody needs to stay tuned in 
because this is going to be good, Doug. Yeah, Class C, uh, you've got Broken Bow, the, the new kids on the block. They continue to build, and they've been doing a great job. Ord's right there. We'll see them at the Luplak Conference Tournament on Saturday. Maybe more in C. It'll be about individuals from our area than a team. But in Class D, it's been about Amherst for so long. Uh, but uh, they're going to have some good kids, probably not going to necessarily be looked at in the team race where Burwell looks like they want to repeat. Burwell looks great, but I'm just telling you, Amherst has got enough. And there was a look in the eye of Chase Klinglehofer. So uh, I'm with you. Seventh or eighth. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I I I really think this is going to be great. And like you talk about Broken Bow, they just beat Northwest last week. Yeah, unbelievable here at the Midwest Duels. So that's going to wrap things up, folks. Uh, We remind you that uh, we've got sports on uh, all of our other radio stations. 12:30 a.m. KHAS, Adams Central and Central City playing basketball. Given an Amherst boys are right now on Classic Hits 98.9 and on the Breeze 94.5. The Nebraska men lead Michigan 22 to 14 with six minutes to go in the first half. Carney wins the duel over Columbus, two over six, 59 to 10. Thanks to Coach Adam Keyswitter at Columbus, Ty Swarm at Carney High, and of course to all the folks here. Uh, it was great to see and talk to Lance Tolstead, Frank Cuchera, David Miller, head coach Tom McCann, and again, as always, our thoughts with Mike Fleshman and his family, who has uh, passed away from us. But uh, all great parts. It's great to see everybody here, and we will be back Saturday. Around 1.30 to 2 is when the finals will start at the Luplak Conference Tournament in St. Paul on Classic Hits 98.9. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get back to it. Schedule your appointment today. For our producer engineer, Jeff Ekstrom and Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda. Good night from Kearney High. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com. Tuesday at 7 Eastern on ESPN.